Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, put your heads together right now. Listen, I don't know where you're listening to this at. Maybe in your car, you're at the crib. Maybe at the mall, the country club, maybe in the hospital. You could even be on lockdown. But I dare you to get this in your spirit. Speak to your situation and say, I will Put your hands together. Freddie P, can you let him know something? I will bless his holy name. Whether it's good time, sorrow, sunshine, or in rain. Everything in me will find a reason to bless his name. Yeah, yeah. 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 
Father, the new way of thinking. We thank you this morning. We bring every call and every listener before you. We bring the sick before you this morning, those that are not feeling well, those that have gotten bad diagnosis from the doctor. And Father, we ask that you would heal this morning. You took a beating for the healing of the nation. If you had healing in the hem of your garment, we're pressing in today, Father, to be made whole. We're touching you today, believing that you're going to make our whole body, our spirit man, our mental state whole in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we ask that you would heal all manner of sickness and disease here this morning. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And, Father, we come asking this morning that you would bless every caller and every listener, those coming through the podcast and the archives this morning. Father, bless us all. Move by your spirit on our behalf today. For you said it's by your spirit you would go. And, Lord, go for us today by your spirit and move again in mighty ways. Many have bills to pay and it's just not adding up. But, God, we know you're God who multiply. Do it for us. Bless us to be givers, to give in places where we desire to give, pleasing and acceptable unto you. Oh, move this morning on our heart's desires in the name of Jesus. Father, we come this morning bringing those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, preachers everywhere, preaching in the name of Jesus in obedience unto you and love for your people. Father, we bring Israel and Jerusalem, our brothers and sisters overseas everywhere. We bring America and the leadership of America. We bring every American before you this morning. And Father, we ask today that you would fix these situations. A lot of things is out of place. A lot of things are not right. And Father, you know what it takes to fix it. And we come before you this morning asking that you would fix these situations for each and every one, each and everything this morning. Father, you see what's going on in the world. It appears that the world has flipped upside down. And, Lord, I'm not sure if you'll flip it right side up again. But we need you this morning to lead and guide us through all of this. Lord, we're not going to ask that you take it away. We're going to ask that you lead and guide us through all of this craziness, through all of the madness. But, Father, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. We're just passing through. This is our workstation. Stir us up, oh God, that we'll get our work done. Stir us up that we'll cry loud and spare not. We won't just sit back saying, well, we're lay people. We we, we, we just don't preach. It's, it has nothing to do with preaching, but God help every believer to open their mouth and declare that you are Lord. Somebody need to hear it so that they can come to you. Help today, oh God. Bless like never before this day. Move here on Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Not our will be done, but your will be done. And help us, oh God, to accept what you allow. We're better off in the name of Jesus. You know what every heart here desires. You know what every heart here needs today. 
And Father, we know that you're a God that gives desires. We know that you're a God that gives needs. You meet every need according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. You didn't say we had to beg. Father, you said ask and it'll be given. Seek and we'll find. Knock and the door will come open unto us. Oh, we're asking you this morning. We're seeking you. And we're knocking on your door. Do it for us all. Bless our family members near and far. Bless our friends near and far. Lord, you know what to do for each of us. You know the very intent of our hearts. Again, this morning, we're asking you to move. You're the God that healeth thee. Send your word today and allow your word to heal us. And again, Lord, we ask that you would touch every heart, every mind, and that you would heal this morning in the name of Jesus. Show your people your healing power. Those that are in business, those that are desiring to go into business, open doors, show them the way, oh God. We want to follow you because you're leading and guiding us into good places. Strengthen us as our trials come. Hallelujah. But Father, our trials come to make us strong. It's not punishment. You don't hate us. Every round go higher and higher. And Father, we need to learn. And that's why the trials come, so we can be taught. If I didn't know what being sick was, I wouldn't know what a healing is. If I didn't know what hate was, I wouldn't know how to love. Strengthen us in our trials today. That God will yet do what's pleasing and acceptable unto you. We ask all of this this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you today. You know what's best for us. And we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor and praise, Father. There's none like you. You never leave us. You, you never forsake us. Father, you will be with us until the end, and we thank you. Without you, we can't do nothing. We believe that you're for us this morning, and if you're for us, you're more than the whole world against us. We are the salt of the earth. We are what give the earth is safer because of you. And we thank you this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Glory to his majesty. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah for hearing and answering our prayer. Thank you this morning. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. If somebody can tell him thank you this morning. Oh, he's blessing right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's moving right now. Thank you, Jesus. Just tell him thank you, thank you, thank you. I wouldn't care if you hear this in the noonday. I don't care if you hear this at night. Begin to praise God. Oh, when the blessings, the praises go up to him. Oh, your blessing is coming down. Your blessings, uncommon blessings are coming down. Uncommon favor, uncommon miracles. Oh, we need to praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. 
or your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. Forever, O God, thy word is settled in heaven. Thank you for this weekend. Thank you for bringing us to a week ending. Thank you, Lord, for stirring us up in you. Thank you for encouragement. Oh, we thank you this morning. Thank you for every assignment. Thank you for every engagement in you. And Father, anything that's not like you, anything that's not Jesus, we bind it up and cast it to the pits of hell this morning. In the name of Jesus, and we ask that you would rebuke it for our sake in Jesus' name. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We can't thank you enough. Oh, thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We thank you. We love you this morning. We are grateful unto you. And Father, we appreciate you this day. Hallelujah. And amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen and amen again, Father. Oh, we agree with each other. Hallelujah. Mm, Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. We never know what he's going to do. But I do know he moved. I do know he's moving. I do know he has your best interest at heart. I do know somebody's going to be happy. Hey, by the ending of the day. Uh huh. Somebody's, hey, glory. Hallelujah. Jesus. Oh, you're going to be happy by the ending of the day. I would take it. I would, I would do more than claim it. I would just believe it and wait for the ending of the day. But all during the day, he's going to move. He's doing it already this morning. Yeah. The songwriter wrote a song that says, I have a feeling everything is going to be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Be all right. Sometimes we have to repeat these things. Faith cometh by hearing. And anything you want to believe, keep hearing it. I said today I am going to play over and over again, different uh, things teaching how to lose weight and, and what to do. And what and I, I want to keep that going. I don't want to stop it from going. Because if I can hear all of this, I can believe all of this. Yeah. And I can go back to my eating regimen, you know, what I was eating because two pounds or three pounds that come off every week. Yeah, I got house guests. And with the house guests, you know, they won't, and I started cooking it and eating what I cook. Yeah. So I got to go back. And it don't take me long. It don't take me long. (laughs) Yeah. I don't fast to lose weight. Yeah. I fast so that it's a sacrifice unto God so he can see my sacrifice and he can move for whatever I'm fasting for. Yeah. Sometimes I fast so I can get strength. Yeah, but I cut back. I can eat anything I really want. Moderation. I can even have a piece of fried chicken. I can't have two or three pieces, but I can have one piece. And I can even pull the skin off of it and eat the chicken part, you know, the moisture part, not the hard fried skin. God is faithful to us. I can have a slice of pie, a little sliver of pie. I can't eat a half a pie, but I can have a little bit. Yeah, get the taste in my mouth, drink some water, and go on. Hallelujah. God is faithful to his people. He make ways where we see no ways. And this morning, 
uh, after Sister Spain get on in there, I want to talk about the affliction of the righteous. When we look at Abraham, God counted Abraham's faith as righteousness. And this is why a lot of times you hear me over and over and over and over and over and over and over talk about faith. Because if you can believe and let go and have patience, that which you're desiring, that which you want is coming to pass. Sometimes God will allow us to go through so that we can get the lesson. You've heard me say this many times as well. When I was in school going to the university, at the end of every class, I had to take a test. Now, if I passed that test that showed the professor, I learned what he taught. After every class, I had that test. And at the end of all classes for that semester, I had a huge test. Now, this particular test showed the professors that I had set up under the learn and the university that I learned what I was taught. I was headed to earn a degree. At the end of the years, complete years that the degree ended, the schooling for the degree, they gave me a humongous test. It covered from the first year to the however many other years I was there, three, whatever it was. And then what happened is this. It showed the professors, my classmates, and the university, I learned what I was taught. Next degree, they paired me, they wanted to pair me off with another student who had passed like I did. I decided not to go any longer. I wasn't going for a fellowship. I wasn't going to school for the rest of my life. That, that, that wasn't something I wanted to be into education. Social services, mental health, yeah, that's called me, okay? Yeah. And it, didn't take, it, it, it does not take all of that for me to work with the people I work with. Because the education apart won't help these particular people. The demon will sit in the corner and laugh at you. <laughs> or laugh at you out of these people's mouth. You hear me? Yeah. We need God for everything. But you're going to have as a believer, as a Christian, as the saints of God, as the people of God, you're going to have some affliction. Somebody's going to lie on you. Somebody's going to use you, as we call it. Somebody going to steal from you. Yeah, they're going to take from you. Know this. You think you're high and rising and you're doing the best that you can and you got good on your mind and you're just doing this because it's a good thing to do. Somebody going to talk about you like a dog. Somebody going to criticize you. On that job, they're not going to like you. You stand for what's right. On that job, you don't have an addiction. Uh, on that job, you don't fornicate. You're not dealing with me and you're not married to. They're going to hate you. Jesus said he went through and he overcame, and we're going to go through and we can overcome too. But if you're in him and he's in you, prepare yourself here because afflictions are coming. 
Sometimes you're going to be sick and you feel like it's unto death, although it's not unto death, but you're going to feel like you're sick unto death. In your own house, they're going to cuss you out. In your own home where you live, this is family. This is people you love and they, they portray that they love you. Your husband, your wife is going to come against you. And if you've done something, they're going to really, really get you. They won't let you live down what you've done. And you didn't do it intentionally. It really was a mistake. But they're not going to let you live that mistake. Now, in your own house. And men, you paying the bills there. You're the man of the house. But you don't have no peace. Because the children and the wife is acting like donkeys. You got some wives that act like Joe's wife. She'll sound like a fool all day long. Silly women. Men, women, you got some men that done lost their minds. They talking to you like they crazy and you're their wife. Instead of giving to you, they taking from you to give to somebody else. The afflictions of the righteous. Your children, they acting a pure donkey. No, this is not the way you raise them. No, this is not the way you talk to them. Hey, who, who, come here. I, what? The school constantly calling you. Children lying to you. When you get to the school, it's a whole nother thing. And the people can prove it to you. Nowadays, they got the video to show you how little John cutting a fool in the class. This is not the way you taught him. The more you discipline him, the more he's listening to the children at, at the school that he attend, his peers, they call them. Your daughter walk in the house and tell you, Mama, I, I like me, I like boys and girls. You what? I know what I birthed in the world. I, I, I birthed a daughter. I, I didn't birth a boy, although I got a son and I birthed him, but he was a male. All kind of stuff <laughs> would take place in your life. But this is what we got to remember. Greater is he that lives within us than he that is in the world. And that God will deliver us through every affliction. I don't care what comes. It must work together for your good. Uh, the songwriter sung this song too. I've had some good days. Remember that one. I've had some hills to climb, I can't say. I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights. But when I look around, sometimes you got to go back and look around, and I think things over. See, I'm looking. I see how he brought me out of the dope smoking. I see how he delivered me from the alcohol drinking. I see how he brought me out of fornication. I'm not laying with men that I'm not married to. I don't play around with women husbands. Huh? So when I look around, glory to his majesty. And I think things over. <laughs> All of my good day glory. Good days. Thank you, Lord. 
outweigh my bad days. And this morning, hallelujah, November the 4th, I, I won't complain. Why is that, Barbara? God, <laughs> he's been good to me. It's him that's been good to me. He opened doors that my weary eyes couldn't see. He made ways where I didn't see a way because he is the way. He's been there for me over and over again. Yeah. I got to think on these things. See, look, if he did it once, he can do it again. He's qualified. I just want you, I just want you to know. <laughs> he won't just do it one time and never do it again. He can do it over and over and over again. My brethren, it's the generic term, men and women, brothers and sisters. Finally, my brothers, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. You're going to be all right. Well, matter of fact, you're going to be better than all right. And the reason I know you'll be better than all right, because he's the one bringing you out. Who are you talking about, Barbara, Almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power? It's that same God that said, light, let light, you know, let there be light and light appear. It's the same one that blessed Daniel to fluff up the lions and make them pillars. <laughs> This is that same God that was in the furnace. Hey, Shata. Hey, glory. With Shadrach, Meshach, and the bad, all in Abednego. He was in that wedding with them, brother. And when they come out, they didn't smell like smoke. They wasn't smoky. But the affliction came upon them. If you don't bow down, we putting you in that furnace. They had to trust God, and we got to trust him that they through and for everything. The world hate us. If you tell folks you're a Christian, they say, oh, I don't like Christians. It's y'all that are so judgmental. It's y'all that come against us. It's y'all that... I, I, I'm not coming against you personally. I love you. But because of him, I got to obey. And I'd rather obey God than man. Call me what you want. Say what you want about me. But I'll be the one now on your deathbed. I'll be the one now on your sick bed. I'll be the one carrying you to and from doctor's appointments. I'll be the one cook your meal and bring it over to you because you have nothing to eat. And it don't matter where you're from, who you are, what your preference is. I don't care about all of that. That's between you and your God. He said to love my neighbor, treat my neighbor right. And I really do believe heaven will belong to me. So if we're in the same world, if we're in the same country, if we're in the same city, I can't help what your preference is. If you need me, I want to be there for you. I don't want to judge. I don't want to get in your business. I don't want to hear your business. But if you need something, I, I can do it. I want to do it for you. If you lose a loved one and I can bring over a bowl of soup or something, I want to do that for you. 
when the repast come, if I can fry chicken or, or, or cook what I said it was, a goulash and whatever I can do. But the afflictions of the righteous, but the righteous must remember this, God delivered them out of it all. He will deliver us out of it all. But there are some things we must do. You heard some of them right here. Honest, just, pure, lovely, good report, virtue, praise. You heard it, and you heard it right. If we can do these things, and we can keep our mind on him, and we can walk by faith and not by sight, you don't, you don't know where you're going. You're walking, though, because you're walking in him, and you're on a narrow road. He's leading and guiding. You're in good shape. Oh, the sign going to come and cuss you out, but you're still in good shape. <laughs> That's not the end of it. You're not in your son's hand. You're in the hands of the Lord. Oh, the husband's going to cuss you out. The wife's going to talk crazy. Yeah, she's going to yeah, act a fool. You saw her looking at another man. But guess what? It's not ground for a divorce. You got to work in that thing. The afflictions of the righteous. But again, this morning, God delivered him out of it all. And he will deliver us out of every affliction. Yeah. Out of every affliction. Listen, I have to go to this one request this morning. But when we come back, we're coming back with our scripture reading. And we are coming back um, to talk a little bit more about this until our guests show up this morning. Uh, Sister Dorothy Spain the author of the book. Um, y'all know I have to look at it. Finding Purpose Through My Pain. Yeah, we're going to take a listen with her and everything. But we're going to this one. And uh, when we come back, again, we're coming back with our morning scripture and to talk about the afflictions of the righteous a little bit more. Will you be my light when I cannot see? When I can't take another step, Lord, will you carry me? And when I've lost my fight, will you be my strength? Will you set me a table in the presence of my enemies? I shall not walk. I shall not want Oh, my soul's got a shepherd in the valley And I shall not want I shall not want I shall not want Cause my cup's running over, running over And I shall not want And I will lift my eyes To where my hell comes from and I won't be afraid of the shadow because I've seen the sun. No, I will not stop when the way gets hard. Because the green only grows in the valley and that's where you are. Say, I shall not.
talk to you about a specific, you know, human rights situation in parts of Africa and including in your own country. You yourself gained worldwide attention a few years ago when you said there was, quote, no room for homosexuality in Kenyan society. I want to know whether you still stand by that. We have um, Kenyan law. We have Kenyan constitution. We have our tradition. We have our customs. We will continue to respect other people's customs as they respect our customs and our tradition. I am very clear, I am very clear that we respect everybody and what they believe in, but we also have what we believe in and we expect to be respected for what we believe in. One of the major issues, and it's a holdover from sort of colonial Victorian, is the issue of sexual preference in many African countries. In Kenya, to be gay, the LGBT community is, is illegal. They just want to have equal rights, the same privacy and equality as all other Kenyans do. Is that something that you aspire to for your country? I want to be very clear, uh, Christiana. Uh, there is, I will not engage in a subject that is of no, it's, uh, it, it is not of any major importance to the people and the Republic of Kenya. This is not an issue, as you would want to put it, of um, human rights. This, this is an issue of society, of our own base as a culture, as a people, regardless of which community you come from. This is not acceptable. This is not agreeable. So he's basically saying homosexuality is not agreeable. You've just said that you're kind of trying to thread the needle, that the law says one thing, but you respect everybody's rights. Will a Ruto administration crack down, like many other leaders in Africa, on the homosexual LGBTQ community, or will you allow them their human rights and their civil rights? I think on that subject, President Kenyatta was spot on. We do not want to create a mountain out of a molehill. This is not a, a big issue for the people of Kenya. When, the people of, when it becomes a big issue for the people of Kenya, the people of Kenya will make a choice. As it is now, we are grappling with five million young people who do not have jobs, four million people who are hungry, and that is my concern. That is the focus of the people of Kenya at the moment. When the issue you have discussed about homosexuality and the rights of LGBT will come, the people of Kenya will make a choice, and we will respect the choice of the people of Kenya. For now, Christian Amanpo, let us focus on the real issues that affect our people. If I were to make a list of 100 pressing issues and problems that Africa is facing, the issue of homosexuality would not be on that list. But when you have major global news channels such as CNN pressing the president of a sovereign nation to accept homosexuality and gay marriage, you know something bigger is at play. You're going to get yourself into trouble. Thank you.
Hello everyone, this is John Henry with the Gospel of Christ and welcome back to a new video. If this is your first time on the channel, I invite you to subscribe and click the bell button to be notified each time we upload a new video. Most politicians promise you the moon and the stars when they want you to vote for them. But the moment they're elected, they forget all about their promises as they get involved in the game of politics where compromise is just expected and almost unavoidable. The very few that do not compromise is a rare breed and the president of Kenya is apparently one of them. Listen to how he answered a CNN news anchor who put him on the spot on the issue of homosexuality. Because what you've categorically just stated is that this is not an issue for us, for the Kenyan people, yes. and you don't think that the idea of their privacy, their equality, their rights Christian, is important. This is, uh, but it's a global issue right now. It's, it's important to them where they are. Why is it I am saying to you that it is not important to me as the leader of 49 million Kenyans and after, if you want to ask me my personal opinion, what is your personal after opinion? I finish my process, I can talk about my personal opinion, but as the leader of the people of the Republic of Kenya, I, I represent that which our people are desirous to be and I have no choice but that is my position. The president of Kenya upheld the truth and defended his country, his people and their values. It is very interesting though to watch how shocked the CNN news anchor was when he told her that the people decide what the laws should be and not the political elite. Now, as a Christian, I understand the gravity of human suffering and I can understand how someone can be ostracized for certain things. I am not denying that. But when it comes to sinful behaviors such as homosexuality and those that may be ostracized for it, the solution is not to codify the sinful behavior into law in order to remedy the situation. Not to mention the fact that every country has their own way of thinking about certain issues based upon their values and societal settings. I also need to note that the president of Kenya made some excellent points in presenting his argument. He said first, this is a decision that is meant to be made not by political entities or legal scholars, but by the combined choice of the people of Kenya, which makes sense because Kenya is a sovereign country. Technically speaking, we should not have a tiny group of people deciding for the majority which direction the country needs to go, especially on issues that involve their moral values. For instance, in America, anyone who dares talk critically about the LGBTQ movement is good enough to be slaughtered at the altar of the woke and cancel culture. And the LGBTQ folks living in America, they make up about 4-6% to 6 of a population of 350 million people, which means 93-96% to 96 of the population needs to obey those 4-6%. to 6 Think about that for a minute. Second of all, the president of Kenya hasn't even necessarily said he disagrees with the position and has said it is equally possible for it to be changed in the future. But to be partial on an issue such as this is not good enough for those who are pushing this agenda. You're going to get yourself into trouble. Mm. Number three, the president of Kenya made it clear that no rights of any Kenyan will be neglected. The first point he made is really clear. Even if the political elites decide to make a policy for LGBTQ people, if the Kenyan people disagree, it will fail. And if the Kenyan people wish to have gay rights, then naturally the government will proceed to make policies in favor of that. However, he clearly stated that this is not where his country is and that's not the direction they are taking. This was not the first time the president of Kenya was backed into a corner 
honor to accept homosexuality or bow down to the LGBTQ movement. Back in 2018, President Obama, who is of Kenyan descent himself, also made a plea to the Kenyan president on the same issue of gay rights in order to get him to accept that ideology and ultimately pass some laws in favor of it. Watch this. When a government gets in the habit of pe treating people differently, those habits can spread and not harming anybody. The idea that they are going to be treated differently or abused because of who they love is wrong. Full stop. Just like President Obama, I think we also need to be able to speak frankly about some of these things. And the fact of the matter is that Kenya and the United States, we share so many values. Our common love for democracy, entrepreneurship, value for families. These are things that we share. But there are some things that we must admit we don't share. Our culture, our societies don't accept. It's very difficult for us to be able to impose on people that which they themselves do not accept. This is why I repeatedly say that for Kenyans today, the issue of gay rights is really a non-issue. We want to focus on other areas that are day-to-day -day living for our people. The health issues that we have discussed with President Obama, these are critical. Issues of ensuring inclusivity and of women, a huge section of society that is normally left out of the mainstream of economic development. What we can do in terms of infrastructure, what we can do in terms of education, in terms of our roads, in terms of giving our people power, encouraging entrepreneurship. These are the key focuses. Maybe once, like you have, overcome some of these challenges, we can begin to look at new ones. But as of now, the fact remains that this issue is not really an issue that is on the foremost mind of Kenyans, and that is the fact. It is so refreshing to watch men who have backbones to stand up in the realm of politics against certain agendas. It's not something that you see very often. Many countries from the West have already bent the knee to this godless ideology. The last frontier I would like to think was the United States of America, with the best schools, the brightest scientists, and some of the most talented thinkers and philosophers. These people at one point could argue from a logical standpoint the existence of God's sociopolitical issues. Now we don't even know what a woman is in America anymore. Like, what is a woman? Well, well, can you tell me what a woman is? No, I can't. Because but, it's not for me to say. I, womanhood looks different for everybody. What do, you, what do you define a woman as? An adult human female. And what does a female mean? I like to argue that America was a beacon of truth and justice in this world. But now all of the sexual and homosexual indoctrinations and perversions are coming out of America. It is not only encouraged, it is the new normal. The sexual perversions are being taught in the primary schools at an aggressive pace. It's as if they're preparing for something or for someone. On a global scale, proposals like these have been made by the United Nations to other African countries who refuse to accept the homosexual and LGBTQ agenda. Any nation, one form of discrimination that has been ignored or even sanctioned by many states for far too long. Discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity.
there's one very important thing everyone needs to note. Once you start messing with the order of things as God ordained them to be, what you end up with is a society that is completely out of its mind. They call men women and women men. You end up with what the Apostle Paul calls in Romans 1, 18-32, a reprobate mind. A mind that is unable to think. A mind in utter darkness. And it gets even worse when you take these upside-down ideologies and codify them into law. That is a recipe for a completely insane society. When someone like the president of Kenya says that he would not accept such defileness of ideas and practices to be passed into laws in his country, then he's threatened, not by his own people, but by CNN. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, stand for truth unapologetically, because only the truth can set you free. The truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only thing that can set sinners free from the bondage of sin. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section and thanks for watching this episode. I'm going to be making more of these in the weeks to come. If you have any suggestions, please let me know in the comment section. Subscribe if you haven't. With love in Christ, John Henry with the Gospel of Christ. I played this this particular clip this morning because the president of Kenya was being (laughs) battled. And Many are the afflictions of the righteous. When you stand for what's right, people are going to come against you. Now, I heard this man say uh, that his agenda and where his heart and mind was, it was on the people of Kenya. It was on health. It was on women. It was on education, entrepreneurship the hungry, the homeless, this, this, this is important stuff for the people to live. He was saying, to my knowledge, that this other stuff didn't matter as much as these things mattered. But he was being battled for this. He was being put against the wall for it. And this is not what I said. I had nothing to do with it. I wasn't there when God inspired uh, inspired man to write it. But in Psalms 34 and 19, it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Verse 20 says, He keepeth all his bones, not one of them is broken. 21 says, Evil shall slay the wicked. And they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. 22 says the Lord redeemeth the soul of his servants. And none of them that trust in him shall be desolate. Now that's, that, that's what the word said. That's not what Barbara is saying. That's what God inspired man to write for Barbara to believe. Because his word is true. When I looked at the word affliction. It says something that causes pain or suffering. That's that's the meaning of affliction. I'm sure it pains the man for CNN news to come against him like that. And even from this woman interviewing him to get upset with his views, his values, health, women, education, entrepreneur, homeless, hungry, medical. I'm sure... 
and they and, and they trying to switch it around and, and, and make him feel like he's against people. He clearly told her if people of Kenyan want this, they can have it. Because it's what the people want. I'm their leader. I'm their leader. I'm leading them in the right direction. But in the event they want something else, I can give that to them. That wasn't good enough. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Only God will be able to deliver you out of your problems. The cussing, cussing you out, husband, only God can stop it. If it be his will, the, the husband is, I want the divorce. And mean it, only God can turn it around. And if God does not turn that thing around, that means it's not... That particular husband is not working for your good anymore, and he's never going to work anymore for your good. So what we do is we look for the will of God to be done in our lives. We can't help the affliction. Jesus went through afflictions. He suffered. You went down and applied for a license with the state. They told you no, and they keep telling you no, and they keep t- you keep going back. They keep telling you no. God has a purpose and a plan for that. There's a reason why he's allowing them to say no. Let me tell you something. This was before I fully come to the Lord. I had that form of godliness, but I was denying the power thereof. Oh, I went to church. A saying, ushered, all that kind of thing. You know, the church work stuff. But I honored him only with my lips, not my heart and not my words and not my life, with my lips. My lips said one thing, but my heart said another. My lips said one thing, but I did another. And guess what? God knew who I was and what I was about. But many are the afflictions of the righteous, and the Lord delivers him from them all. That's that generic term again, man or woman. We're going to go through some trials. We are going to be hated. He said so. We're going to be hated. They, 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 won't, they won't love you. Especially if you're not agreeing with what they agree with. And today, uh, they don't even want you to say nothing. Because the devil is afraid it'll go back to what's right. It'll go back to the way it's supposed to be. It'll go back to the way that God designed for it to be. But he gives man choices. But that devil be shaking in his boots. So he stir up stuff. And see, the Antichrist is already here. So what the Antichrist does is he just revealing himself more and more. He's showing people, I'm here. Y'all do what I say. And just trying to truly make it impossible for the believer, for the Christian, for the saints of God, for the people of God. He believed that he, he know he won't win now. He already know he will not win. But he believed in making it difficult so you'll go through affliction. When we look at Job, Job went through affliction. I mean, some great trials, some some great bad things. All his children, 
you see? But did not God deliver Job out of them all? Somebody told me he gave Job double for his trouble. But we must wait on the Lord. Be of a good courage. He's going to strengthen our heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Walk by faith and not by sight. We walk believing God. No matter what comes our way, we trust him. Because again this morning, all things must work together for the good of them that love and the called according to his purpose. He saved you, there's a purpose for it. He saved you, there's a reason. It just wasn't something he decided to do and oops, here it is. Uh Uh-uh. There is a great reason for the things that God does. He's not a stupid God. He's not a dumb God. He's not an ignorant God. I was told, okay, if you if you ignorant, you can learn. Somebody told me if you're stupid or dumb, you can't learn. You'll always remain the same. So many times we're ignorant about different things with God about his word. But as we continue to pray and stay with him, he deliver us. He opened that wisdom up. Yeah. He opens up the understanding. He opens up knowledge unto us. Yeah, and we're better than all right. But the righteous is going to suffer. The righteous is going through some pain. So if we think everything's just going to be easy going and we never have no problems because we got God now and uh, we got his word now, we got his spirit now, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God will deliver us from them all if we stay with him. Yeah. If you go back there and look, so many went through affliction. Those of us that bring in the word, not for contention, but we bring it so that you can be free. God is going to bless. But if we cower down, I I can't say what would happen. David said over in Psalms 119 and 92, unless that law had been my delight, I should have, I then should have perished in mine affliction. But he kept his mind on what the word said concerning him. Look, Psalms 107, verse 47. Yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction, and maketh him families like a flock. He make them families, and they grow. It becomes a huge family. They were poor, had nothing. And anybody know that if you don't have food to eat, you can't feed your children. That's a horrible feeling. You know your children going to bed without no food. They're not sleeping well because they're hungry. 
is wintertime. And in many states and cities, the weather get below. But you can't afford a coat for your child. That's an affliction. You poor. You living in a hut with two palm trees. You living in a house with cardboard or sheets up to the window. You can't even afford curtains. When it rains, it leaks in your house. You poor. That's an affliction. But God will deliver you if you stay with him. Joe went through something, and I'm sure it wasn't two weeks and it was over with. Uh-uh. Joe went through some stuff. Listen. I went through before I got this far with God. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get saved in, let's say, September of 1993. And two weeks later, I was in the house on the hill with the dog named Fluffy. I was driving new cars. I was I had money to buy food and clothes and pay my bill. Listen, I'm going to one more song just to guess, and I know she wants the call-in number.
radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Miss Darcy Norwood this morning. A praise in the temple. When, when you go in and praise God, yeah, you're going to run the devil out of there. Hallelujah. Yeah, but you got to praise him. You got to give God something to work with. Hallelujah. Our guest has arrived, and uh, I am going to bring her in and let her introduce herself to us and tell us about her and the book. Finding Purpose Through My Pain. Finding Purpose Through My Pain is the name of the book. So at this time, I'm going to bring her in. Good morning, Carol Spain. God bless you this morning. How are you? Good morning, beautiful. I'm blessed. How are you? I just thank God every day for his blessing. I thank him for you for being a new uh, friend and I'm going to call you family, family in my life. Like you have really brought it to me. You have brought it. You bring God's word forth, and I really appreciate you for all that you do. And I just want to just thank God for Jesus, thank him for another day, another month, and we're just going to keep on praising God as we go through this day. And, yes, we will talk about my book, and it's, it's amazing how God do things. You know, he told me to write this book. I was not planning on writing a book. That was not on my mind, nowhere. But when God speaks, you have to listen. So Man. through his speaking, I listen every day. And I wrote that book. He, you know, I sat down one day and I said, Lord, how am I going to write this book? I pulled out my iPad and I couldn't stop writing. So I just thank him every day for all that he's done. Amen. Amen. So, look, tell us how the book got started. Well, one day, um, I'm going to talk tell you how the dream that came and got, I was uh, actually at a, a book signing, and uh, it was a well-known author that came to Macon, and she, I went to her conference, and when she was signing my book, she looked up at me, and she said, so, Miss Fain, when are you going to write that book within you? I thought she, somebody was behind me, so I looked behind me, and she said, I'm talking to you. I just never thought that it would be something that I would do was write a book. Then she said, well, here's my card. Every 10 pages you write, send them to me, and I will help you publish this book. Well, I misplaced the card, forgot all about her until about 10 years later, I was at a uh, conference in Atlanta, Georgia, well-renowned author, Oh, God, her name just slipped my mind. Oh, I know everybody know her. Oh, Lord, Lord, it'll come to me. But anyway, she was having an event, and I went to the latest conference, and she said to me, she said, so when are you going to write that book within you? said, I'm going to get started, and, of course, I didn't. Five years later, I was at Willamore Jr. birthday celebration in Atlanta, and this lady was talking to me, and she said she gave me her number. Didn't know who she was, and she said, I need to come see you. There's something that God wants us to do together. So she came to see me, and she said, when are you going to write that book within you? Well, that was on a Friday. That's, I couldn't get rid of it. Saturday, it was still in my spirit. Sunday morning, I'm sitting in church doing something I don't do. I text a friend of mine who actually 
help people write for here, these book writing classes. So, and uh, so I called her and I texted and I said, I have to join your book writing class. When is the next class? She said, tomorrow at 2.30. Well, that wasn't what I wanted to hear, but I showed up for her class. She gave me a list of five items that had to be done that day and another list that had to be completed by Friday. And she said, well, within 30 days, we'll have this book published. I didn't know who she was talking to. I said, oh, baby, I can't do that. <laughs> but she said, Carol, Johnny Goosby, she's out of, um, she's out of, um, I, I read a book making, I don't know why I'm getting these brain free. But anyway, she said, let me help you. So, he started helping me, and within, I'm going to say, 45 days, that book was published. And it was just amazing when I saw the first copy, and I said, wow, that's me. So when God puts something in your spirit, you need to follow through. That's the difference. So I thank God. Um, I've actually started on my second book, and I just want to say it is such a joy to let to give to to people what God have taken you through so they know they can go through too. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. I am uh, friends with Johnny also. I know her very well from Macon and then she was in California. I don't know if she still go back and forth from Macon to California. But like you said, this is what I know. This is what I know. If God got it for you, <clears throat> And you are willing to do it. You may not even know that you're willing to do it. You may not even know what it is yet. But he's going to keep bringing confirmation. Keep coming with confirmation. Until you open them eyes and say, oh, Lord, you're moving. Open them spiritual ears and say, oh, you're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times, the first time, we don't quite hear that's like this, Carol, when I wanted a house, I prayed. And then every night, uh, as time progresses, <clears throat> I'm really ready to go. My assignment is done. And I, while I was parking at, I would come home and somebody in the parking space, and I didn't want to get into a confrontation with folks over no parking space. So every night I started praying, Lord, I'm ready to go. Lord, give me a house. Lord, I don't want to fight. I did it for three nights straight. On that third night, <laughs> he spoke in my spirit just as clear. I heard you the first time. I'm giving you a house. I just need you to wait. See, when we prayed that first time, he heard us. When he spoke the first time, we should have heard it, but we didn't. We, we wasn't quite clear. Because, see, we are people with a lot of things going on. See, I had a lot of things going on during that time. I had my ministry. I had Jesus in the morning. I had the confectionery store and the cafe going and people coming and going for prayer and folks seeking a word from the Lord. I had a lot going on. So when I prayed the first time, I believed God, but I didn't focus on that. So he come back and just brought me confirmation. After that, I could leave it alone. (laughs) I turned over, went to sleep. By that October, I had bought a new truck. A few months after that, April of 2016, I had moved into the house. So God speak, and he wanted to hear the first time. 
And if we need to ask him, Lord, I, I, I need to make sure that my calling and election sure on this. You don't have a problem with that. So, Carol, you produced the book. You got the book produced, and it's out there now. Yes, ma'am. Okay, how do we get a copy? Uh, you can go to Amazon and purchase a copy. If you live in the Macon area, you can purchase a copy from me. You can contact me and get a copy. But I'm telling you, the book has really done wonders because I notice how when I'm somewhere, and I'm a vendor also, I, and I talk about my products in a minute, but and I have my book on the table, I always people always buy them. And it's just amazing to see how when you go through something, let me tell you about When God takes you through something, there's always a reason. And I know sometimes what we go through with, we're not happy with it because it's pain. It was very painful at nine when I was molested by my mother's best friend husband. That was very painful, and I was angry. I was so angry with God, I was angry with everybody in the world because I felt like it was, and I was more angry with his wife than I was with him. I was hurt by him, but as a child, all I could think of, what is she not doing to cause him to do that to me? But it took a while for me to understand once I told my mom, and my, uh, when I was 22, I told my mom, no, I was 25. I told my mom, and then my mom called her, and she came over, and we all sat down and talked. And as I understood what she was going through, I still it still was not making me feel better, but I felt, okay, I don't have to be mad with her anymore. So, But I stayed mad with God because I said, you could have stopped this. But God give man and woman free will. I understand that. And that's why, by and by, I understood. I don't wish that on anybody, any child especially. But through it all, it gave me, I have a prison ministry. I've had a halfway house that I'm going to restart back up. And it has taught me, because when I go into the prisons and jails and talk to people about what happened to me, I'm amazed at how many men men come up to me and tell me that happened to them as a child. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have to realize there's a reason. There's a reason for our pain. Through it all, God will give us purpose. Because my purpose was to go into the prison and teach others, go into the churches and wherever the schools and teach others, because it's happening to a lot of people. It's not Mm -hmm. fair to them. People say, oh, people are not doing that today. Yes, they are. Oh, yes. Oh, they are. That's why I tell people, no matter where you are, beware of your surroundings. Watch your children. Don't let, if you have a girl especially, do not let any man pick her up other than her dad. Maybe Mm -hmm. her granddad. But if a stranger is picking up your daughter, he's picking her up for a reason. And I had to teach that to women at church because they were a lot of these men that let to sit their daughters in their life. Oh, don't do that. And mm-hmm. if something happened, it wasn't as bad as that, but it happened in church. And the lady realized then, she said, you told me. I said, yes, I did. 
So after that, as that day, she never let another man pick up her daughter other than her father. Mm-hmm. We have to be careful. People in church are just as evil as people outside the church. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That is true. And you know what? Even the father, you got to watch him. You even have to uh, watch women around your boys. I- I'm just telling yes, you the truth. That evil spirit, it lurks, and you, you, you couldn't imagine who it's in. They, they, they never show you real signs. But like she said, if he's picking your daughter up, he want to sit your daughter in his lap. Uh, I didn't allow my daughters to do anything. If I ever found out you took a penny from a man, come on, you was in some kind of trouble. I had a fit, and you felt like, oh. I done killed somebody. Yeah. Don't you ever do that again. Yeah. But I never had to find that out, and I tried to watch my daughters. Because you really can't trust nobody. Your brother, your uncle, your cousin, the next-door neighbor. That's true. You got to watch. And like I said, in your house, family members, the daddy, the granddaddy, the uncle, yeah, uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I got to watch all of this. Yeah. So I thank God for you this morning, Carol. <laughs> it is such a pleasure to get to meet you as well. And uh, I thank God for connection. Yeah, I thank him for that. Because there's a purpose and a plan behind it all. Take my word for it now. There is a purpose and a plan behind it all. He know why. He know what. Many times we don't know why God does what he what he's doing. This morning we was talking about uh, many of the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivered us out of them all. Now she went through some afflictions, but you hear her talking today, God delivered her. I'm not saying she, at times she may go through a few things. I'm not saying that at times she don't have some problems, you know, thinking on things and, and things happening. But through it all, God delivered her, and he is able to deliver any of us. We all been through the storm and lots of rain. Some people won't tell you that because they want you to think they had the perfect family. But what many people do, they go through and hide it under the, under the rug because they don't want nobody to know. But if you're living, I know the devil done came in somewhere, some way. That's whether you're saved, whether you're not saved, whether you receive Jesus or you haven't, whether you believe or you don't believe, that devil has come into that family one way or another. But people have a good way of portraying like we're the perfect family. And they call other people family dysfunctional. But if you're living, you got some dysfunction in your family. You may not know about it. They didn't tell you that. They didn't give you the memo on it. But believe me, it's there somewhere, whether you saw it or not. And there's a pervert in every family. Arthur Bunker used to call them perverts in every family. Yeah, there's some foolishness. But we pray to the Lord that God keep all children safe. And send someone, if the parents are not teaching them about you, send someone along to teach the child about you. 
in their childhood. So as they grow older, they can look to the hills from which cometh their help. All of their help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth like it does ours. Thank you, Brother Louis. God bless you. He put it up on Amazon. He went to uh, www.amazon.com, finding purpose through my pain. Yeah, and put it right up. So if you want to go and get that copy, I'm going to encourage you to get a copy of her book and uh, get you some quiet time and get you some lemonade or whatever you drink and relax and read your book. And you know what? When I read nowadays, I, I it's like I'm on vacation. <laughs> Not joking. <laughs> I take my book and I get me a few hours to read. And I say, I'm on vacation. Yeah, I'm sipping on my pineapple lemonade, Jerry, and I'm reading through my book. Many days it's hard for me to read because I don't get the opportunity like I used to. I'm more busy. But nonetheless, if I get it, I feel like I'm on vacation, and I'm going to enjoy this right here. So, Carol, I'm going to look for a copy of your book, and I'll get a copy and uh, go on vacation with my book. <laughs> yeah, and it will be all now, look, um, wait a minute. There was something else I, I wanted you to share. Okay, now tell me about the anatomy. Uh, is it the anatomy home? It's Atomy, A-T-O-M-Y. Atomy okay. is a all-natural all natural product. We actually sell everything from your toothpaste and toothbrush, shower gel, shampoo, your lotion, our lotion is the best lotion you will ever put on your body because it repels mosquitoes. That's what I love, love, love about that lotion. It repels mosquitoes. We also have your dish detergent, laundry detergent. We have your laundry sheet. It's like a dryer sheet, but you put it in the washing machine. It has mm. the laundry detergent, the fabric softener, and the wiper in a sheet. We also have your O2 cleanser. Your O2 cleanser, you use that instead of that bleach in your clothes, and it makes a big difference, I'm telling you. We have the best skin care you ever want to use. I meet so many young women and men who have acne, and I tell them, you can go to the dermatologist all you want. You would never get rid of it, and you don't. You get rid of it a different way, which what we do is we clean you from the inside out to get that. And once you clean the inside, from the inside, or whatever is on your skin is actually inside your body to clean it out. The other thing I tell people is there's no quick fix. See, people will take the doctor medicine for 20 years. They come to you and buy something from you, and they want it to work tomorrow. It don't work like that. It takes time. And I tell my people who want something, if you have an ailment, take it at least six months. I have been on the Adamant product for three years, and I didn't have any problem. I've been doing natural products since 2004 because I don't like doctor medicine and because there's so many side effects. And I uh, actually failed this week. Uh, we was downtown. I actually am working for the state of Abram campaign. She's running for governor here in, Maine, in Georgia. And uh, I fell downtown while we was walking around in a hole and, and uh, messed up my right knee. So when mm-hmm. I went to the emergency room, they asked me, what kind of medication you have none? 
Well, you're not on high blood pressure. I said none. Well, you're not on you They went to name it. I said, excuse me. I take no medication. I only take natural products. But you are successful. I, I take natural products. People want to make you feel like because they love to say, well, you're, you're a black female. You should have high blood pressure. No, I shouldn't have that was not part of my DNA, so why should I have it? Being black doesn't cause me to have high blood pressure. So many people have kidney failure and all these other areas, but I tell people, when you read those side effects, it don't happen. If it's a kidney failure, it's going to fail your kidney. And I tell people, no, they stop letting doctors tell you, oh, I'm going to give you a low dose high blood pressure pill, even though you don't have high blood pressure. But I'm going to give you that to save your kidney. No, they give you that to kill your kidney. Mm-hmm. They really want you to be on the housing. If we only knew that they make about $5,000 a week or more for you to be on dialysis, if that was true kidney failure, and I know some people kidney do fail, so don't get me wrong, but if that was true kidney failure, the way they say why are there so many black people on dialysis versus other people? Oh, you all don't eat right. That's a lie. So I tell people, if a doctor says kidney failure, you go to another doctor. Start drinking clean water. I don't mean that water out of the bottle, that that flavor that you add stuff to. I mean clean water out of the faucet. And people say to me, well, you know, my faucet, we don't have good water. Well, buy you a filter and put that on your faucet, I promise you, you'll have good, clean water. Don't add nothing to it. Just drink it the way it is. We have to, to detox our bodies. We don't detox our liver. We have a liver detox called milk thistle. It will detox all that toxin out of your liver. Your liver is the hardest working organ in your body besides your heart because it's constantly working because of all the stuff that goes through your liver. So we need to clean out our whole body. Your colon, clean your colon out. One of the things that I notice, people, well, you know, let me go and talk to my doctor and see what they say because maybe they don't want me to take this. I said, they don't want you to take because they want you to te- keep taking that medication so you'll keep running to the doctor. Because mm-hmm. if you ever stop taking that medication and start doing something different, they won't get paid. So that's why they keep giving you that medicine, and they give you an appointment every 90 days or every six months. Now, we got to do something different. Come on, mm-hmm. y'all. Let's change. Mm-hmm. Let's do something different. Instead of buying that $500 pocketbook, buy yourself some Him or Him, which is a product that we sell. Him or Him works with your blood. It filters your blood. So, and you know, we all got, we got blood all over our body, so that's what helps. It also helps you with uh, pain. So we're trying to help you. So if anybody, I tell them, sit down with me over the phone, on Zoom, or you can, uh, on the, uh, 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 what's the other thing? We got all these different ways. You don't even have to go to where the person is. You can just pull up something on your phone and there they are. So we can teach you how to help yourself the natural way. And but I also say again, remember this: there are no quick fix. Plus, you have to pay. You have to pay. I was at this church one day, and we talked about natural health. And when we was telling them about the prices, and the first item I talked about with the hemo here, it's a hundred dollars a month. And this lady quickly said, a hundred dollars a month. 
I say, how much did that pocketbook cost you and what it's doing for your health? See, we get the nails, the pocketbook, the eyelashes, the hair, the names, the red bottom shoes and all that stuff. What is it doing for your health? To work with your health and realize I need this. Even though your insurance pay for your medication, they don't mind paying to help you die or be sickle and sickle and sickle. So let's do something different. 2023 is coming. Wouldn't you like to be healthier in 2023 that you are now? We can help you do that. So give us a sister call. I will help you. Phone number 478 319 Zero six seven eight. That's four seven eight three one nine zero six seven eight. You can also reach me by email, Carol Spain. It's spelled just like it is C A R O L P A I N, like the country, at cox.net. That's C O X dot N E T, Carol Spain at cox.net. I will help you become healthy again. Well, look, I'm going to be calling you on that health again. Now, let me ask this. Anything over there for weight loss? Because we always looking for some natural weight loss doings. I'm going to tell you something. We do have weight loss products, and they work. Because I know, and I tell people, I don't get on the scale. I tr- I put on something. I have outfits. You know how we have these, like, oh, I'm going to lose weight and get in there. No, you're lying. You're not going to do it. But I have gotten in so many clothes in the last year that I have not been able to wear. My birthday is December the 25th, I'm sorry, 24th of this year. I will be 64. That's next month. I'll be 65. I'm sorry. I will be 65 years old. I said, okay, I want to have me a little gathering for my birthday. So I started looking through catalogs for clothes, what I want, outfits that I want to wear. And the Lord said, why don't you shop in your closet? I have shopped in my closet clothes that I couldn't wear, that I can wear now, that I'm going to wear for my birthday. Okay. Okay. So, yes, we do have several products for weight loss, and they work. But as I say, you have to take them, you have to eat right, and you have to take – you don't have to diet, but you have to eat right, and you got to drink that water. Got to drink that water. And we also help you by a lot of the weight problem comes from your liver is toxic. It comes from your colon is toxic. Your colon has to be cleaned out. A lot of people don't go to the bathroom every day. They don't go to the bathroom twice a day, three times a day. Most people go on an average every other day, every two, three days. That's not good. You need to go to the bathroom. You eat three times, four times a day. You should be going to the bathroom every time you eat. So we have to work on that. You know, many years ago, people had beer guts, beer guts. Now they have colon guts. We got to get rid of the colon guts, y'all. Let's go to the bathroom. We're going to have when Christmas is coming. And this is what I tell people. Stop buying all that junk and buy somebody a healthy gift basket. We can make a gift basket at any price. I have a lady 
several people really, but I have an older lady who lived in this retirement home, and she made sure that every Christmas she called me and she buy my toothpaste kit. It's a travel kit, and she gives those to her family for Christmas. It's always something we can make your basket out of. So let's live healthy for 2023. Okay. Well, I am getting with you, Miss Carol Spain. Because <laughs> there is some changes I need to do. And listen, I have, remember back in the day, the gauchos? Yes, ma'am. Watch with the health on Netflix. Okay. I tried all vegan diet in 21 days. Okay. And I was able to bend to floor with no issues. Listen, I uh, have a pair of gauchos I've been had for years, and I keep them because I want to get back into those gauchos one more time. <laughs> very pretty, very pretty, and uh, I just got to get back in them. And so I, I keep them. I wore the top out, but the bottom I keep because I said, I'm away again. Yeah. But uh, I will get with you on this uh, journey of health and weight loss because I, I do a little something. And as soon as uh, people come around, let's go here and eat. Let's do this. I'm, I'm, I'm on the bandwagon with them again. <laughs> I done messed up again. So, you know, if I, I, I know I can eat in small portions, you know, it won't be a problem. And that's what I'm working back on now. But sometime when I, Something I haven't cooked in a very long time that I love, I stopped cooking it, you know, because I, I didn't want to gain the weight. Then somebody come around when I know anything, I done ate the foolishness and keep eating it. Like my mashed potatoes <laughs> and my meatloaf. No, ma'am. Don't do it, Barbara. <laughs> I do ma'am. understand, Miss Barbara, and you can still eat your mashed potato meatloaf, but you have to do it in moderation. And once you start our weight loss, and we start you as to actually doing a body cleanse, it will make a difference. So, and that's what I tell people: we have to learn how to do something different. Uh, we still got COVID out here. Nobody want to hear about COVID, but I tell them COVID ain't going nowhere. It's no, it still is. here. The difference is it might be milder, but it's still here, and it's another form. So that's the other thing that we have to do is the vitamin C. Vitamin C is critical. One of the things that I've noticed from everyone that I have met that have had COVID, when they leave the hospital, the doctor put them on vitamin, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, vitamin B. And I'm saying, well, how many times have I told you to take up? You listen to the doctor, and now you're going to take them because you don't want to get sick again, but you have to take it. And, you, and one of the things they'll do, they'll take it for three, four months, and they stop. They take no, you need to take them vitamins every day. Every day you need to take your vitamins. That will make a difference. And do not, whatever you do, I tell them, do not buy those vitamins from a store. Because the vitamins that you buy from a store are not real vitamins. You can look, I met this guy about 15 years ago, and he was a septic tank person. He cleaned out people's septic tanks. And he said, ma'am, let me tell you what happened with septic tank. He said, the majority of the septic tank, when I go out to that house, he said, I pull all them vitamins out and I go and show it to him. Said, this is what clogged up your septic tank because they don't dissolve. Mm. People don't understand that. 
They come out in your bowel movement. They do not dissolve. But if you take a natural vitamin, it will dissolve with no problem. That's the difference. So, and people say, oh, well, I went to the health food store. Well, you know what? Everything in there is not natural either. They put a drop of something natural and call it natural. So come on over to my side. Come on over to Adamant. We will show you and we will help you have the vitamin that you need, the vitamin C, the B, the E, everything that you need to get your body, yourself together. One of the things that Tyler Perry said back in 2020, when COVID first came out, three months later, Tyler Perry said, black folks, get you some vitamin D, D as in Daryl. Get you some vitamin D now. It makes a difference. But we want to go and get, you want a bottle for uh, for $5 and you got 3000 in the bottle. What you think that is? Trash. Well, you want to get some good vitamin D that will last you three months and it only costs you $30. That's $10 a month. So that's what Adam is all about. And uh, to become a member in Adam is free. We will sign you up for a free membership. And we do not make you order anything. You don't. We don't have auto ship where you have to make an order every month. No, you don't. You make an order when you get ready. We do not even keep your card on fire. As soon as you buy something, that card come off. So we don't have to worry about it. So I'm telling you, it's all about good health. And that's what my focus has been since 2004 is to do help everybody become healthy again because that's what it's all about. My mom was a 20-year cancer survivor. Every time the doctor told me she was going to die, I said, we all going to die. But your name is not Jesus, and you can't tell me when. So whenever she would take, I would give her the natural, and she would go back to the doctor. He said, so what you gave her this time? Because her levels have totally changed. I said, of course they changed. I know what I'm doing. I'm not going to give her that stuff. They're going to keep her coming back to you. Okay. I want her to be well. And that's the difference. So my name is Carol Spain, like the country. So it's Carol Spain John, at cops.net. One lady was you on a walker. She didn't for two weeks and was strutting down the street. No walker. Okay, she she's telling me about uh, the beacon. Yeah, that's what so that's, one, okay. One of the things that we're going to do is we're going to help everybody become healthy. So just give me a call or send me an email, carolspain at cops.net, uh, 478-319-0678. That's 478-319-0678. And a couple of other products I want to talk about real quick. We have, so many people have knee problems. We have some products that will help you with that knee problem that will really make a difference. And we also have a shower head. This shower head is amazing. The shower head is only $40. It has vitamin C in the shower head itself, and it has a filter. The first time I used it, I wanted to see what my water looked like. So after a few months, it lasts about 90 days, and then you only replace the filter and the vitamin C. And... uh it really is good. It helps you with your hair growth. It actually feels really good on your skin. You'd be amazed of how much uh, chlorine comes out of your shower. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. People don't understand a lot of health problems are coming from your shower because 
in the list the first ten they say I think the first ten minutes that you're in the shower or five minutes you're in the shower, it's so much clovering. We have a video that shows you just by sticking your hand in a glass of water, just how quick that sh- that chlorine gets into your body. And you talking about in your head, you, you know how your pores are open? So we got to do something different. When you know better, tell all your children for Christmas this year, you want that shower head, you want some vitamin C, you want some probiotic, some milk filter, you want some vitamin D, you want vitamin B, you want everything you need to help you. You want the laundry detergent, all natural, and you want the, the shower gel, the lotion. Tell them to buy you something from your adamant store instead of going to Wallawood. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm getting for Christmas. But I'm telling you, I know uh, to what you're saying, it is the truth. I, I check that out for myself. The doctor will not tell you uh, what's actually causing your problem. They won't do They give you a solution to it. Yeah. And so what needs to happen is we need something healthier. And I know this. When I eat vegetables, I'm a whole nother person. I feel as if I could run a marathon. Good morning, Apostle Vote Right. God bless you this morning. Yeah, I feel like I could run a marathon. But all this other stuff, macaroni, uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. With, with this kind of cheese and butter and too much, too much. <laughs> but I am going to check this out, Carol Spain. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we're gonna we're gonna work with you. I will uh, be in touch with you. Uh, let me get through this election. The election, the last day to vote is next Tuesday. So let me okay. get through this election, and after the election, we'll be in touch, and we'll go ahead and get you started, get you healthy, and everybody else who wanna who wanna get good health. And I know a lot of people think that I talk against uh, medication. I talk against doctors. I do. But I, I have no problem going to the doctor. But when I walk in the door, they already know she ain't taking none of that. And I'm not. Because mm-hmm. unless, now I'm taking the medicine for my knee pain because when I fail, the knee is, I mean, whew, it busted up my knee. So, of course, I need to take that pain medicine, but I'm going to take my milk filter to wash it out of my body. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. So you have to know what you need to do. And I'm not trying to stop anybody from any doctor from getting paid, but I want them to stop wasting people's money by having them to come in and getting them sicker and sicker and sicker. We can do a lot more. You know, I, I know cancer is everywhere. Anybody can get whatever's going to happen to you going to happen. And another thing I tell people, and I want, them to, I want to be clear on this point, when Jesus calls your number, you leaving him. I don't care what you're taking. You're gone. You're going home now. Ain't okay. they gonna stop you in line. Oh, man. <laughs> when that time comes, it's over. So, but I want you to realize I want to live a long, healthy life. Long, healthy life. You know, I was talking to a lady recently, and she's uh, eight, eight years old, and she was talking about, ooh, long, long life is not good. I'm tired of all this pain. 
pain here, pain there, knee, shoulder, back, everything just hurt. Be getting old ain't all that it meant to be. I said, well, you know, there are some people who uh, get old gracefully. I said, they grow old gracefully because they're doing the right thing. I said, but you got, you drinking all these sodas. What you think? So, if people just knew what sodas did to their body, they wouldn't drink them. Mm-hmm. A case of sodas would last me, one case of sodas would last me a year or longer. I got a 12-pack at my house that I've had so long, I have to throw them out because I don't drink them. Like, every blue moon, I would drink a soda. I watch the people that buy office. They, every time, turn around, they popping a soda. I said, why don't you get a bottle of water? Drink some water. I said, drink some water. I said, I'm telling you now, the more water you drink, the better you will feel. We have coffee. Everybody loves coffee. I stopped drinking coffee years ago because it makes me jittery. Our coffee do not make you jittery. It's the best coffee. I sell more coffee. I'm so happy. Lady called me up. I need two bottles of coffee. I'm constantly selling coffee because they realize when they drink our coffee, they don't get that feeling. It's a totally different. I can drink a cup of coffee and go to bed. It's totally different. And it's so smooth. It doesn't even taste like an instant coffee. So there are so many things that we have. When you know better, you should do better. Try something mm-hmm. different. I have a young lady who's a good friend of mine who her husband is believing in natural products. He's a doctor, but he believes in natural products. So he was he gets the uh, laundry sheets from me. And sometimes they run out and I call and say, okay, you'll be on them laundry sheet, Cameron. And she'll call me and start laughing. She'll say, girl, you know my little laundry sheets. And she said, you know, Carol, them laundry sheets, she said, I cannot believe what my uniform looked like. They don't look the same. Yeah, because the color came back to them. They look really good. Our laundry detergent makes a difference in the way your clothes look. I'm telling you, they really do. And you just will love how soft that. I love, love, love my laundry detergent. All right, well, I'm going to get with you on that now, Carol, because I always wanted to do laundry sheets. Now, I'm going to tell you who I saw use them. I saw the Asian people use them. And it was an easy thing for them, and the clothes were clean. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to try them, but I didn't know where to buy no uh, laundry detergent sheets from. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so I other companies have them, but I tell people you want the natural one. And one of the things I'm gonna say this quickly: I have me personally. I'm gonna talk about me. I have never seen a fat agent. I have never seen an agent who some everybody else skinny. They are so about their skin, what they put on their skin, what they put on their face, what they shower in. They're very particular about that. And I met this guy recently, and he said he used to live in Korea. And he said, I'm going to tell you something. The Koreans are so serious about what they eat, what they what they put on their skin. He said, I'm telling you. He said, yes, I need to get that. He said, because they really care, and they spend a lot of money researching products before they ever put them on the market. And, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. So Another thing, that's too. Why to come over to my side. Okay, even they feet, Carol, even their feet. Yeah. Because I, I noticed one lady in Kissimmee, and she had this shop. And so when I went there, she looked at me, and she said, hey, you you need this. 
And I said, I need what? She said, you need a detox. She <laughs> said, and you need one that's going to keep detoxing. But I'm going to give you this to start, and you look up a natural product that would detox your body. I told the lady, okay, Karen kept going here. But I bought the foot stuff from her, and mm-hmm. I put it under the bottom of my feet. And it said that it was going to turn the, <clears throat> excuse me, it was going to turn the pad black, a thick pad. Well, when I put it on, it was thin. When I got ready to take it off the next morning, it was so thick with gunk and junk. I said, what? Mm-hmm. She told me. She said, it's going to clean. It's going to take some of it. And then my feet were swollen. My feet went down. But like you said, you'll start something and stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start it and stop. A lot of the swelling is inflammation, and I tell people you can get that inflammation out, but you have to take the right thing. Uh, a lot of people on water pills, and I tell them, you know, okay, that's okay, but guess what? You got to keep taking it over and over and over and over and over and over, and every time I see you, your foot bigger than big, so yeah. it's not doing what it's supposed to do. So detox your body. Start do a total cleanse, I promise you. And, yes, it's going to cost you. I tell people your first order going to run you about $300. But why not? That pocketbook costs you five and six. Them red-bottom shoes cost you about 2000 All that other name brand stuff that you buy, how much do that hair and the mail that you get done every week cost you? We don't think about that. And, but you sick on the outside. You want to look good on the outside, but you dying on the inside. And I just really want my IP. I want people, period, to become healthy. But I really want our people to become healthy. And I mean, prostate cancer is running rapid because our men are not cleaning out their body. They're not getting checked, and they're not taking something that will help them with their prostate. We have some of the best, uh, uh, it's called soft hair metal. That not on, that will help men with a prostate, and it will also help women with that leakage. Well, you know, you sneeze and pee, you cough and pee. We have that. It will stop all of that. And the last thing, really, I'm going to say real quick, menstrual pads. We got to get our daughters, our granddaughters, everybody off of these tampons and these pads they're using and get them on the We have the best pads you ever want to use. So many girls have all this cramping and care, but you use that pad, it will make a huge difference in your life. It will stop all that clotting. You have to, those pads filter your bottom. Mm. Some women say, oh, I don't like it, it has this tingling feeling. I said, it's cleaning all that stuff out. That's what you need. We got to do something different. We have a women's provider that will stop you from getting uh, uh, UTIs. So many things happen, but you're not taking what you need to get rid Yes, the doctor give you a temporary fix. Every time they give you an antibody, you're not taking a probiotic to help with it. It takes all the bad, the, the, the antibody get rid of everything, your good and your bad. But we give you a probiotic to help put the good back in. we got to make changes, but you got to listen to somebody. But we're too busy, want to look good. And I know, I'm sorry, ladies, I'm going to talk about your pocketbook. Because I'm bringing bad down. Everything that you buy, you're buying to help somebody else. Won't you help yourself? Please, please, men and women, help yourself for Christmas. Don't go to any store. Come to your own store. I give you an adamant store. It's free. Okay. 
All right, like I said, Carol, I will be hollering back at you because I want them uh, detergent sheets. I want that thing, that first thing you mentioned, that clean that body. I, when I eat crazy, I can, I can do that and cleanse my body. I need real vitamins. C and D and B, I need them. Is my God baby here this morning? Wait a minute. Let me see where Laura at. Did she make it in this morning? Okay, Laura, I'm gonna need you to be listening. We we gonna we gonna uh. From Shonda, I like her info too. <laughs> Shonda, little Shonda said she likes info too. <laughs> Kara, she likes your information too. So look, me and Laura gonna uh, get together, and I'm gonna see what Laura can take from over there. I get my daughter Shante and Bob, and we gonna try to do some things and uh, see what I can do to help us become healthier because see it's not in the age i can be a hundred years old but if i'm if i'm feeling good i don't have no problem being a hundred i can live to be a hundred and, and name address phone number email job i will give you a free website okay i got you care i can live to be 120 but if i'm healthy or if i'm feeling good because like she said everybody gonna die i know people didn't wait we call it in the South a buck oh five. People didn't weigh a hundred pounds died. People who have run marathons died. People who never put no sugar in their body, nothing fat and no no fried stuff died. But I want to be able to eat and live and I want to feel good. I don't want to feel sluggish. I don't want to feel sick. I don't want to have diabetes, blood. I don't want none of that. And if I'm finding me some stuff that's going to help me uh, to live good and feel good and not have these diseases, then I, guess what? I just have to pay for it. You pay for what you get. And cheap is always expensive. Believe it or not, cheap is always expensive. Yeah, I learned that the hard way. I'm going to use that one. Okay, go on and use it then. I'll give it to you, Cal. <laughs> That woman right there. But yeah, cheap it, it is. It's always expensive. If you buy a cheap couch in, in, in a little bit, you're going to be buying another couch. <laughs> if you buy cheap shoes, I told you about them Payless shoes. I love them. They they started making them all kind of sizes and, and uh, colors and uh, styles. And I just had a closet full because I'm a shoe woman. I love them shoes. And one day my son told me, he said, Mama, you cannot wear that shoe over and over again. I'm like, this is my opinion. He said, look here, Mama, you only get one pair of feet. And if you don't buy a good shoe, your feet going to be tore up. He said, and it's not going to have nothing to do with you aging. It's going to have something to do with you didn't take good care of your feet. If you're going to buy a Payless shoe, wear it one time and then wear it six months later, and after that, wear it another year later. You can't keep wearing those shoes every day. And they're not going to last anyway. And they didn't. So I would have to go back and get another pair. And if I really liked them, I would buy two or three pair at one time. Yeah. But now the shoe store I shop at, they sell quality shoes. And so I don't have to, you know, 
so often, but I don't wear the same shoes every day, every day, every day. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Silent, you're right. You're so right. And I'm going to make sure I keep using that saying, cheat is always expensive. Mm-hmm. I thank you so very much for having me this morning on your call. I've gotten to work now, and I need to start work. So, uh, everybody, if you have not voted, no matter what state you're in, what city you're in, please go out and vote. The last last day in to early vote, in I know in my city is today. So I don't know about your state, but please go out and vote. If you don't vote today, go out Tuesday and vote. Please vote. I'm asking everybody to vote, vote, and vote. We really need to get this done. If you're in Georgia, vote Stacey Abrams for governor. We need change in this state. Vote the Democratic ticket all the way down. One of the things we need to realize is that with uh, Congress, we we need to keep the Senate. Please, we got to keep the Senate, y'all, because we don't need to get no more are these crazy folks that they that they that uh, like what they put in for uh look what they did with Supreme Court. Supreme Court knocked down Roe versus Ray. It's a lot more to that abortion than we think. We you know, I I listened to a pastor for a fruit minister the other day. I went to his office and talked to him and he's I'm a Christian. And um I don't have any that that abortion law and this I should stop right there. I said, because you all take that the wrong way. If you don't want an abortion, don't have one. If you don't want to be gay, if you don't like the gay law, don't be gay. We take stuff the wrong out of content. And this the last thing I'm going to say is, there's a young lady in Columbus, Georgia, who is 14 years old. Since she was 11, she's been taking a particular type of medicine because it deals with her health. It's keeping her alive. When they changed the abortion laws and they didn't, the medication that she was taking is one of the pills. She's not trying to get an abortion, but it's something to help her with her health. And they say if she don't get that medicine, she's going to die. But that medication, if you take too much of it, you can have an abortion. She's not trying to have an abortion. She's trying to live. We need to think about what we're doing. It's more to those laws than you think. And you're going to have peace. I'm not for abortion. I'm pro-choice. But my thing is this. I'm for women's rights. Women's rights. I don't want nobody telling Carol Spain what she can't do with her body. This is my body. So please, I pray that you'll vote the right way. And please stop telling me you're a Christian. Because I want to know who you trying to convince me or you. I don't have to tell nobody what I am. They see it in me. Life will speak for you. You don't have to speak for it. Hallelujah. I got well, now, I'll tell you this, Carol. I, I will say this right here. Now, I don't want nobody telling me what to do with my body either on the strength of the scripture already told me what to do with it. See, the word of God judges me. The word of God is what I live by. It's what tell me what to do and what not to do. You see what I'm saying? And I, now I don't know every scripture in the book, but I know enough to keep me going on that straight and narrow. And if I need something out of the book, I know where to go and get it. Yeah. But we push everything else but God and letting him abide. 
Let God lead and guide you, but you got to get to know him in order for you to be led by him. See, look, I don't know nothing about football. So if a, if the Jaguar quarterback come and say, come on, Barbara, I, I'm going to help you through the football. You can't help me through it. You got to teach me about football first. Then I understand what you're saying. But they're not teaching about God. They're teaching everything else. They're in the world and teaching of the world. He said we was in the world, but we shouldn't be of the world. And we got to live according to this word because, look, after this life, there is another life coming. It's appointed unto man once to die, both right, and after death comes the judgment. Are you with me when I'm right? And we must live by this word. We must relationship with God that we can hear from him. We can see his move. We have patience, working on your patience to wait on him. We live in by faith and not by sight. I, 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 I heard her talk about the red bottom shoes, $1,000 and them $500 purses. I can't see myself spending that kind of money on a bag. When Walmart sell what I like and what I need at a reasonable price, because who am I trying to impress? The stuff in my Walmart bag, it, it, it holds in that bag just like it would who these other people, Michael Core and all these folks. And a lot of these people don't even like you. They don't even like you, but they love your money, but they don't care nothing about you. And I, I'm not one to waste money. I have ministry to do. I have families in need of electric bills and food, and, and, and the children need this. and the, I have people that prescriptions to help elderly people pay for because they don't get enough money. So I, I I don't have time to waste no money to my what Barbara no, no. I'm living good. As that boy from Duval County, they called him little Duval. I said he a heathen. He said he living his best life. Now if I tell you the truth, I'm living my best life since nineteenth September nineteen ninety three boat right, I've been living my best life because I'm living it in Jesus. I live according to the world. I don't care what you do that the world is doing. I can't do it. The scripture teach me different. He said to be holy because I am holy. And the just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. I don't have to make no way. He is the way. And let me show you something. I was in Dial Strait at one point. I needed some money, Louis. And the Lord knows. Work. I just don't want to clock man's clock because I can't do all that no more. Mm -mm. Now, y'all don't have the right mentality for me to work for you. I needed that money, and I told the Lord about it, and I went on about my business. He come up, make some mugs, customize mugs, go on and create mugs. I said, what? He showed me how, walked me through it. I got a little bit more than I needed. And it just shall live faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. His word teaches us to walk in the spirit that we don't fulfill the lust of our flesh. Let me tell you, I love that laughing. I don't know nobody love that laughing like I do. I will laugh right now in church laughing. Yeah. But when it comes to the things of God, uh, hey, I stop right here, right now, bam. The laughter over, the good time over for and I'm in the spirit of God, and I'm doing what he said. 
Yeah. The, hey, the insurance people, the doctor, it go for everybody. My doctor named Dr. Moshe Reed. He's the primary care doctor. Almost 90 years old. Yeah. I talked to Moshe Reed about the Lord. And he talked back to me about Jesus. But see, many of his patients he can't do that with. He can't bring it up. I brought it up because I know he. But I could tell the way Moshe Reed was moving, he knew something. And he knew something about the Lord. Yeah. Even the way he looked. Even the way he dressed. I said, oh, yeah. Moshe Reed right here knowing some things. Let me holler at him right quick. And I went to talking about the Lord. He said, yeah, Barbara. And we had the conversation going. Because everywhere we go, we're the candidates sit up on the hill. I can't hide. That's why I can't go to work for man. I'm too bright. My light shines bright. I'm holding up the bloodstained banner, and I'm holding that thing up high. They're not going to have me on their job. I've seen so many jobs sit home and job. What do they call it? Work at home job. I'm thinking that I could do it. Human Resources Director. That's what I retired from. I could do that with my eyes closed, but guess what? I can't do it for man no more. He want me to put my candle out. He want me to cut the light off. I can't do it. He want me to put up the blood. Don't fold up the bloodstained banner. Just throw the banner away. I can't do it. So I've learned to trust God. I've learned to have faith in him. When I come to him, I had to believe that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And I'm good today. I pray for all these things, that abortion stuff and the, the, the gay rights. I pray for this stuff. Not my will, but your will be done. I hate what he hates. I love what he loves. But it don't stop me from loving people because if he told me to love my enemies, I got to love everybody, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Now, I don't have to associate with them every day. I don't have to invite them over for dinner, and they don't have to invite me over for dinner. We don't have to go shopping and traveling together. But any time they show up on the scene, I have to show love. Yeah, I, 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 I have people trying to keep the fact from me that, you know, they like the same sex. I never bring that up to them. That's none of my business. You treat me like you love me, so I'm going to treat you because I do love you. Life go on. Now, I got to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But I love people. And that's why young women like to hang out with me. Yeah, they, they like hanging out and laughing and talking and that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm 65. And uh, them 65-year-old, a lot of them like to hang out with me. And then some of them, they don't want to hang. They just like to talk to me. Yeah. And it's all right. Because God know everybody. And in loving kindness have I drawn thee. I didn't draw them in meanness, but in love. Anybody know what love is? And we're going to go back to this. We're going to go through some affliction. But God going to deliver us out of them all. Men and women. When he said about him, he will deliver him out of, guess what? That's man and woman. That's the generic term. But we're going to go through some trials. We're going to have folks hating us. Jesus said they hated him. They're going to hate us. But he was an overcomer. 
he overcame, and we will too. But we got to stay with a personal prayer life and a personal Bible not study life. Not when you feel like it, but when you don't feel like it, that's when you got to get in that prayer closet. When you wake up in the morning, it's got to be Jesus. He brought you through the night. Before you go to bed at night, it's got to be Jesus because he brought you through the day. We can't forget him. He even gave us something now. And I hold on to this. If we'll keep our mind on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. Don't you know some foolishness coming my way? If they hate me, don't you know the devil going to chase after me? Don't you know? He gonna, but I keep my mind on the Lord and whatever it is. Okay, Lord, that's yours. All right, there's nothing I can do with it. I just got to stand and know that you God. That's all I, I can do with that. And I keep it moving. I might call Miss Jones. Miss Jones, what you doing? Sitting on the couch looking at some gun smoke. You feel like going out today? Yeah, where you want to go? <laughs> I said, well, let's ride out there on Don's Avenue and look and laugh. She was like, we going to go by the Budweiser Brewery? I said, yeah, we going to go by there, Miss yeah, because I want to talk about them. I said, well, okay, I'm going to come and get you in a little while, and we'll go out and you just talk about Budweiser how <laughs> you want to. You see? That's, a, that's work. Look at that TV, but she wasn't happy. Nobody come to see her about her. All her children dead and gone. Grandchildren dead and gone. Didn't have great-grand. Brothers and sisters gone. Mom and daddy gone. So when I show up, it's the world's greatest thing because she's been to laugh and have a good time and feel alive and feel like a person again and that she's not alone. The harvest is plenteous, I'm telling y'all, but there's a few. And if we pay more attention to the labor than we do to our afflictions, we're going to be all right today in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, we are. And it's all read all right. Carol, I want you to call me and I'm going to be calling you and I'm going to get me some of that stuff now. Look, you know how we roll. I'm going to get some of them vitamins and, and uh, all the cleansers and all that kind of thing. And I'm going to get my stuff every month and I'm going to be looking cute because my skin is going to be just, oh, just vibrant. I, 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 I shower with a thing called, what is it, CeraVe? The dermatologist said that's the best soap and moisturizer you can use. And it clean. It's not like uh, the Dove and all of that. They said do all of that. But that CeraVe clean your body. Yeah. I wash my arms. Because you know I have to use a, a, a towel. What they call them? Washcloth. And I was washing my arm and I looked at them. I said, wait a minute. My other soap ain't do this. I went to town on the foolishness. Yeah, bought me a new box of CeraVe. It's like almost $5 a box, but I promise you it's worth it too. But if Carol got something better than that CeraVe, I'm about to be with, I'm about, I'm about to be down with the cause. Yeah. And well, I promise you I have something better. And uh, I want to say thank you so very much for hosting today and having me on. And I've had a wonderful time, and I know everybody else has. So let's do what we do in 23. So let's right. get it done. I will be in touch with you, like I say, uh, a matter of fact, after the election on Wednesday. And let's get started. Anybody who want to contact me again, my number is 478 319 
That's 478-319-0678. And my uh, email is carolspain at cox.net. That's C-O-X dot N-E-T. Thank you all. Have a blessed weekend and get out the boat. All right. Thank you, ma'am. Carol Spain. Finding purpose through my pain. Yeah. So if y'all want to uh, get some of those products, get in touch with her and uh, check it out. I'm going to check it out because I, I want to try something different. And uh, Sister Minister Shonda sent me a Netflix movie to watch. Matter of fact, wait a minute. Let me tell y'all what it is in case you want to run over there and check it out. Look at her screaming over there. See, uh, you know, I'll fool with you. I ain't got no time to get there. <laughs> I'm busy over this way. <laughs> you know me. You know me. Woo. Okay, okay. Listen, wait a minute. Where's Mr. Shonda thing at? Okay, Minister Shonda told me to watch What the Health. What the Health on Netflix. And she said she tried an all-vegan diet for 21 days and was able to bend to the floor with no issue. Huh? I believe that's what God had for us, vegetables, uh, uh, grain, because that, that's what they was eating back, back then. Yeah. I don't think they was eating what we eating today. I, I really don't think crab and shrimp good for you. I don't. But I love it so much. <laughs> Y'all can keep the lot. But that, uh, what do you say called? The round thing, see, uh, what they call? I almost said it then. Oh, I can see them. Anyway, I like them. I don't, I don't, I never have mussels. Not, not the oysters. I eat them on the smoke out of a can. But the other one, the round kind of thick one. Oh, I'm looking at it. You know what? When you turn 60 something, no. Clams or what that thing, scallops, scallops, Sion. Oh, I love them too. Seared, oh my goodness. But I don't think that's really good for you. There you go, Apostle Scallops. Okay, Brother Lewis say wheatgrass juice and barley grass juice are excellent. All right, hey, can you email that to me, Brother Lewis? I'm going to get on that too. Look here. All right. Ma'am, and yes, sir. All right, let me get to this. Do we have time? Oh, yeah, we got time. Let me get to this one request right quick. I don't want no spanking today. So I am going to have to get on with this uh, with this request right quick. And uh, when we come back, the studio is open. If anyone has something they would like to say, please feel free to press that number one and come in.
hallelujah, Mr. Russ passed this morning, and uh, when he set me free, hallelujah, many of us can testify to that, what he did in us, and how it made us feel, after he set us free, for whom the Son set free today is free indeed, and we're grateful unto Almighty God. Is there anyone have something um, they would like to say? Please feel free to press that number one and uh, come in this morning and share with us. We're more than happy to hear. And uh, 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 Minister Shonda may be working. I was going to say, if you have some uh, vegan stuff to eat, you want to tell us to try, feel free to press that number one and come in. We are happy to hear it this morning, and uh, I am good right there. And if no one have anything they would like to say, I will go to the next request this morning because I need to get them out of the way. And uh, when we come back, we will pray out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Apostle Pinkney, you fight on. Keep your sword in your hand and you fight on. I could just imagine being in a church service like that and that's playing and I'm cutting bugs. Oh, yeah, I'm dancing before the Lord. Hallelujah. So we thank God this morning for all that has been said and done. Thank him for his will being done in our lives and we accept what God allow. We may not like it, but we must accept what God allow. It's going to work together for our good. Yeah. Listen, for those that took the uh, COVID vaccine or the coronavirus vaccine, I recommend, Brother Louis brought this to my attention, that you do a serious detox regimen. Yeah, find you something that good. It may cost you a little bit because if you buy cheap, it's going to be expensive in the end. But get you a good one and clean your body out and uh, as much green stuff as you can consume. Greens, cabbage, Brussels sprout, broccoli. Don't just eat one thing now. Mix it up. Mix those vegetables. Not together. If you eat green beans today, have you some broccoli tomorrow. The next day, uh, green peas. The next day, uh, some cabbage. The next day, some green. Mix it up. You know, each day eat as much green stuff as you possibly can. Because, yeah, you want to risk that thing on out of you if you can do that. Hallelujah. So, all right, no one have anything they would like to say. I'm going to pray us out, and we pray that the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. God bless you today. God bless you. Father God, we thank you. Thank you for your word this morning, for your word is a lamp unto our feet. It's a light unto our path. And forever, O oh God, thy word is settled in heaven. And as we depart this morning, sanctify us through that truth. Set us aside through your word, God, for your word is true. Lead and guide us in the right path today for your name's sake. Father, wake us up that we are not sleep in the world and of the world. But wake us up, O oh God, that we will be refreshed through your word. Help us today to come back wholehearted to you. And Lord, make a conscious decision never to leave you. Help us to trust in you today with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. And all our ways, Father, help us to acknowledge you. You're going to direct our path. Help us not to be wise in our own eyes. We don't want to be wise in our own eyes, Father. We want to fear you and depart from evil. Do it for us today in the name of Jesus. And as we depart this morning, bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. And meet the need in our lives according to your riches and glory by your son, Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for all you're doing for us right now. Thank you for your financial blessings falling upon us right now, God. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. And, Father, we ask it all this morning in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, we thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings 
of Almighty God upon you today, November the 4th, 2014, 2022, in Jesus' name. And listen, uh, uh, Brother Louis also said this. He said, don't sell any supplements, so it's not self-serving for me to promote the superfoods. Yeah. Uh, eat as much green stuff as you can and detox your body, he said. Yeah. And, and get you some healthy vitamins. Your minerals and all of that, yeah, and your probiotics. See, we didn't have to have this, but they start changing up on what we eat. All the, uh, what they call this stuff, um, preservatives. Because, see, I come from a community, a neighborhood where they had the grocery store, and I love a, a, a lunch meat we call it called spice ham. And they just cut it on the spot. And it wasn't set up a long, long time. You know what I'm saying? You get the fresh ham, you know, that you bake in the oven, fresh chickens and stuff like this, fresh vegetables and fruits out the garden, out somebody local garden. It wasn't nothing the farmers brought in and had been sprayed and this and that. Yeah. So we we, we got to do all of these things now because we've been eating wrong for so long. We're not making our own butter. You know, we, we're not milking the cow in the backyard and at the barn and all of that no more. So we got to do, and it's been a long time. So we got to do what we got to do. And that cancer thing is no joke. It's popping up in everybody from everywhere it looks like. So we need these things. And um, Rose Brown, I'm going to put you in touch with my friend Carol too. And we all going to try to work on this stuff and see how healthy we can get around here. I don't have to uh, look good. I want to feel good. And I think to feel good, it'll help you to look good because what happened is you're eating what you're supposed to. The Amazing Grass, I sent you a link uh, to has all that in it, probiotics, any green stuff. And what he said, uh, and spirulina. Okay. All right, I'm going to take a look at it, Brother Lou, and I'm going to get me some stuff. Don't y'all worry. I'm about to get on the good foot right here. And I believe that when, I, when you eat right, you don't eat as much. You don't have to keep eating all day. And uh, you you won't see yourself growing. You, you'll see yourself shrinking. And I want to shrink. Yeah, I don't want to grow no more. <laughs> Hallelujah. So listen, uh, at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. And uh, we pray the Lord bring us back Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, for another episode of Jesus in the Morning. And let's pray for each other over the weekend. Remember our brothers and sisters from Jesus in the Morning. Yeah, we praying for one another. Hallelujah. So, again, at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye. Have a blessed Friday and a blessed weekend. You fight on, oh, you fight on, oh, you fight on.